Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, I'm Ariana Maddox, reality TV star, author, mixologist, and major daydreamer. My show, Earth to Ariana, is where we can all get lost in conversation together. Whether it's the weird things we fangirl over or our trauma and triumphs, we all have a story to tell, including you. We really are all connected, and I can't wait to explore these conversations with you. Every week, we will be putting on our comfiest PJs, circling up with a cocktail, and chatting with fans and friends alike. We might even get a little too comfortable. Check out Earth to Ariana anywhere you listen to podcasts. We release new episodes every week. Welcome to Real Pod. It's your host, Victoria Garrick, and this is the podcast where we hold nothing back. Oh, so we're getting deep, huh? I really cried for 12 days straight. Why do I want to be perfect? There's nothing in my life that is perfect. Every week, I'll bring you honest, unfiltered, and eye-opening conversations to help uncover the real in all of us. I crave the type of content that you're talking about. I actually felt insecure. Oh my God, am I going to cry? Let me just unload everything. (laughs) (laughs) New episodes every Wednesday. Leave those filters at the door because it's time to get real. Okay, this is literally about to be the most chaotic episode. I'm first of all, I'm on my period. I feel like bad saying that because it's like a cliche. If like a girl's emotional, it's like, oh, she's probably on her period, which like is not okay when other people say it. But when I'm on my period, holy mother of I am moody. My back hurt. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm moody. I'm like up and then I'm very down. You guys know I have PCOS and so I've been off the pill. And I see, look, why am I talking about the pill? I need to talk about the live show. The live show? Oh my God. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Back back to the period thing because that needs closure. Wait for the live show. Wait for the period. It's so, it's so chaotic. I'm telling you, this is how my brain has been for the past two days. Anyways, I need to close the gap on the period thing. So I went off birth control. I've been using progesterone to induce my period with my OBGYN. Anyways, my periods are just like, they have come with vengeance after like 10 years of being suppressed and being like this cute little light pill period. Oh my gosh. Anyways, Okay. I feel like I, I put a bow on that. Okay. The live show. Yay. I'm doing a real pod live show. I literally am sitting in my office right now as I record this. There are feathers all over the floor. I just finished the impromptu photo shoot. 
I literally got back from my honeymoon and was like, oh yeah, we have the live show in October and I don't have any images for like the aesthetic. So shout out to Alex Wood. My friend came over tonight and took the photos for me real quick. It's crazy to be saying this right now because by the time that you're listening to this, the photos are out and we will have announced the live show. Yay. I am so excited. What is the live show? The live show is Real Pod Live. It is the podcast you know and love every single Wednesday, but in real life. IRL. I themed it as a slumber party because who doesn't love that? Like, I literally want y'all coming in pajamas, whether that's a cute PJ and you want a boa and some feathers. I love that for you. If it is an old t shirt from 15 years ago when you were in middle school, I don't care. I want you to wear it. Whatever you're comfortable in, it is slumber party night. Come as you are. I will definitely be kind of dressing extra, but I'm so excited. Wait, I can't even believe this. Like, we're going to be together. I always say this. I'm like, I wish I could talk to you guys. I wish I could get to know you better. Now we can do that. The live show is on October 17th at Hollywood Improv. The meet and greet starts at six. So if you want to say hi, become best friends, I would love to meet you. You can buy a special ticket for that. It's at 6 p.m. The show is going to start at 7. I'm going to have some special guests. Guests, maybe guests. We'll see. I can't really, I can't have all the spoilers yet, but it's going to be iconic. We're going to play some games, do some trivia. I will be recording the podcast live. This is going to be such a fun night. You better come out. I want to see you there. And you might be thinking, Vic, why is it on a Monday night? Well, it's on a Monday because I've never done this before. And I have no idea if the audience is actually just going to be Lainey and Max. So if you guys come through, maybe I can do a second one and it can be on like a Thursday. You hear me? So yes, we are turning up on a Monday night and I need you there. I want you there. So please, please buy your tickets. Let's sell this thing out. I can't wait for the RealPod Live Slumber Party. For more information, just go to the RealPod Instagram at RealPod or the description of this episode. Okay, I feel like I should get into my life update. That was, you know, really the purpose of this episode. You guys sent in some amazing questions and I feel like I have so much to tell you, literally so much to tell you. I mean, we are only four minutes in and this is all over the place. I need to take a deep breath and like center myself. Okay, here we go. Centering myself and coming down and I'm centered. Okay, here we go. Questions diving in. Do Max and I want to have children? Wow, we are just starting off with a bank. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to answer that first, but that was a marriage, family, and kids category question. So I will be answering that. Let's start with something lighter. How was the honeymoon? Thank you. Let's ease into it, folks. The honeymoon was amazing. Max and I had such a great time. This is so funny, but we've actually never been on a vacation together alone. Like we've been on vacations to Seattle to visit his family. We visit my family. Now my family is in LA, but we used to, you know, we've been on trips together and obviously we've spent so much time together, but Max and I have never been like on this weekend or this week, we're going to go to a destination, just us two. The only time we had that planned Does anyone know, like this could be trivia at the live show when actually this, I won't make this trivia because this is like, if any of you actually knew the answer to this, I would be so impressed. When is the last time and the only time Max and I went on a vacation together and why was it ruined? I'll give you five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. It was our engagement. We were going to Malibu. It was our first vacation weekend ever. And then Max proposed. So it was like, we only spent one night there and then came back to celebrate. So it ended up being even better. But yeah, that was the only vacation. So it was our first vacation together. We had 
an amazing time. It was awesome. Max had never been to Europe. I have been before, but it was either for volleyball or when I was really young. So I didn't really soak it up or remember it, but it was lovely. Obviously, if you saw on Instagram, Max was having cluster headaches. It is so random. We're actually going to the neurologist soon together to just, you know, get it examined, make sure my baby is okay. But it was definitely a bit of a bummer. I mean, we weren't partying hard. Max had like three to four pretty sporadic headaches that were bad. I mean, one of them we had to leave a dinner. But other than that, it was truly amazing. Our favorite place was definitely Positano and the Amalfi Coast. That was magical. I want to go back there once more in my lifetime. Hopefully more than that, but who knows? It was that amazing. Towards the end of it, you might have seen the Instagram reel or TikTok I posted where we were like blinking at each other at dinner and had nothing to talk about. I mean, after a while, we spent every minute of every day together and I was loving it. I didn't want to be separated from him, but what do you talk about? We were like in the pool towards the end of the honeymoon. Like, yeah, I love you a lot and I want to be with you forever. But the next time we vacation, can we bring another couple. <laughs> it would have been fun to, you know, just like have a girl I could go to the spa with or like do something else with or, you know, just like for more conversations at dinner. Another thing that we realized, too, is we weren't sure if we were like adventurous or relaxation people type travelers because we'd never done it before. So we actually planned the trip to have a mix of like a 50-50 adventure tourism and then just relaxing on vacation. And definitely during the relaxing parts, we looked at each other like, yeah, I think this is us. (laughs) So in the future, we probably will be doing less touristy travel and more relaxation travel. Although obviously the sightseeing was amazing. And, you know, we saw some once in a lifetime places that we were so grateful to see. This episode is also sponsored by Element. Now we know how important electrolytes are. I feel like we've all heard this growing up. You got to get your electrolytes, get your electrolytes in, especially if you're not feeling great. Electrolytes are so important, especially after having a few glasses of wine on that night out, whether you're working out, just keeping an active lifestyle it is so important. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. It contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio, 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium. It's got no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, none of that BS, just the important electrolytes that you need. I mentioned at this episode, the top that I was getting my period and I was not feeling great. I actually did take my element. I have a lot of the packs here at home, Max, and I take them whenever we're just not feeling 100% and you need that like midday boost. I usually drink my element midday if I'm feeling like I just don't have all of my energy, especially after working out. I love taking element because when you sweat, the primary electrolyte lost is sodium. Athletes can lose up to seven grams per day. So when sodium is not replaced, it's common to experience muscle cramps and fatigue. Right now, Element is offering RealPod listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets for free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash RealPod. You must go to drinkelement. D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash real pod drink L-M-N-T dot com slash real pod and element offers no questions asked refunds. So we know you're going to love it. 
The next question is genuinely, how are you? Y'all are so sweet. I love when you check in on me. I am good. I really am good. You know, as amazing as the wedding was, I feel like it just consumed my life. It was a part of every single conversation I had with everyone for a year. That might be an extreme, but certainly every time I talked to my mom, the wedding came up somehow. I've loved just having a normal relationship with my mom and having a phone call or a lunch and like not having an agenda. I think getting back to our normal relationship has been nice. I feel like, I don't know, when you're the bride, there's this weird pressure of like, not that it always has to be about you, but everyone's always checking in on you. So then you feel like it's about you. I don't know. I just feel like I love that the spotlight is off me. And this is weird because I was talking to Max about this because I said to him, I didn't like all the attention. But then I said, that doesn't make sense because my whole career is in a form attention. I am doing a lot and there's eyes on me. You know, if you're in social media, you're receiving a lot of attention. So I was like, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. And he was like, babe, you don't like attention. You like impact. And I was like, whoa, I think that is the truth. You know, like being the center of attention because I'm just the bride was kind of weird for me. But having eyes on you because you're doing something that is purposeful to you and impactful. And I think him saying that I was like, whoa, you know me really well. And when I said that in therapy, my therapist was also like, wow, Max really hit that one on the head. So yeah, you know, it was amazing. And I loved my wedding season. You know, 2022 was this very special year. Well, August, August. But I'm definitely happy to be moving forward. And I will be taking all the wedding memories, photos and videos with me. But yeah, I didn't have the wedding blues. Maybe they will hit me. I don't know. But Yeah. I, you know, and I had my first therapy session in like a month, not yesterday, two days ago, because this is so funny. My therapist was getting married like two weeks before me. We were on the same timeline of engagement and wedding. So it was actually really helpful. She was able to really talk me through everything I was going through. But I used my session this week to really just kind of process the wedding and talk through it. And, you know, of course, there are things where I'm like, I wish I was more present at the reception. And I don't think the word present is super accurate because I felt present at the reception. I was there. I wasn't thinking about the future or thinking of the past, but I was thinking about what I was thinking about. You know, I was present, but I was like aware, very aware and creating a narrative around myself being present, which in turn didn't allow me to just truly enjoy the moment. But then I said, I was so present for our ceremony. I mean, I feel like from the moment I walked down the aisle to our kiss, I was the most in the moment I've ever been. I mean, at the altar, Max and I were making eye contact for 40 minutes straight. And I just, I didn't break that moment. I was there. And I'm so glad I was. It was the favorite part of my day. And that my therapist said to me, it's impossible to be present for a full day, literally. Like as humans, we cannot do it. It's so hard. I mean, maybe someone who is a monk or a Buddhist or who, you know, practices that and devotes their life to mindfulness, I'm sure that they could get really close. But me, 
the fact that I was present for a 40 minute ceremony, it's like no wonder that at the reception, I was thinking, 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 assessing, analyzing, looking, staring. It's like that makes sense. And so talking through that and allowing myself some compassion for you know, the humanness of that was really nice for me to talk through. Something else I want to mention from that therapy session, and I had wrote this down to tell you guys, I literally will write things down. Like I need to tell my real pod squad. And someone had actually asked me what my recent focuses were in therapy. And this is kind of funny because I feel like I have, and all of us, you know, as we work on ourselves, kind of realize themes about ourselves. Maybe it's like emotional patterning or triggers or, you know, ways we habitually think that we're trying to break free from. And something that I posted about a while ago was gray area. I don't know if any of you remember my Instagram post on gray area. I was essentially saying how I like things to be black or white. I like to know that this is the answer and this is not, that this is the solution that we're going with and this isn't. Like, I like a definitive and I'm very comfortable there. It's very hard for me to sit in the gray area, whether it's not knowing or just not having closure or not having an answer. And it's funny because when I was in therapy, I was explaining something about a revelation I had for myself. And the revelation was sometimes, wait, do you guys even want to hear this? I feel like I'm giving too much detail, but maybe you do. Whatever. I'll just say it. I just don't think it's that interesting. But I had this revelation that I love social media and my phone. (laughs) Stop. I'm cracking up. You guys are probably like, that was your revelation? Like we freaking know. Like we could have told you. It's your career. Okay. Let me explain. My revelation was that I really, really love creating content and being on my phone and posting and interacting with all of you. I really like that. And I think that for a while, I've had this self-judgment of, oh, my screen time is disgusting. Or when I'm staring at the phone, I'm not looking up and staring into the world and taking in my surroundings and I'm not living my life. Like I feel like that's the way social media can be viewed. And I think when I do these deep dives into these very philosophical books or these accounts on Instagram, the message is like, you know, how there's more to life and about being present. And I feel like the antithesis of that is our phones. And so I've always had this background judgment of myself of you're on your phone too much or you should be more present in your life. But then when I am present in my life where I'm not on my phone, like at the wedding, I wasn't on my phone for 48 hours. I didn't have it on me. I don't know. I just feel like I'm not complete. And I know that that can sound kind of bad to say like I I don't feel complete with my phone, but it's deeper than that. It's not like I'm addicted to texting people or addicted to watching stuff on my phone. I know I'm a creative. I know that if you give me a 30 second part of a song and you give me a brief of this is what you need to do, like I'm good at that. And it brings me joy. And like when Max and I were on our honeymoon, there was this young girl taking photos on the balcony and she looked very like knew what she was doing. And so I said, oh, are you a content creator? Because I don't know, it'd been fun to make a friend. And she was like, oh no, I'm not. I'm only 15. And I was like, oh my gosh, well, like you're killing it. You know, you look amazing. And then she said, are you? And I said, oh yes, I am. And then, you know, whatever, have a great night. And I said to Max, I said, 
what is it about me that makes me want to cancel our dinner and tell that girl, hey, if you want to be a content creator, like let's have dinner. I'll tell you all about how to build a brand. I'll tell you how to make your videos. I'll tell you how to grow. Like that brings me joy. Like so much so that it was more exciting to me than just like having another nice dinner by the beach because I'm passionate about it. I know I'm good at it. I really like it. So, you know, I've been trying to be more kind to myself with you know, my screen time. Yeah, it's high. Yeah, this is what I do for a living. And it's what I love. I'm also present in conversations with my family. So anyways, I'm saying this to my therapist and I end up kind of tying it up with, I am a person who likes my phone and I like social media. You know, this is me. And she was like, hmm, well, can this be a part of you? But it might be ever changing and you might go into different states where you really love it. And then other times when you don't. And I kind of realized she was kind of walking me back towards my gray area that I need to embrace. And I just started laughing because I was like, oh my God, you can have a revelation and learn something. Like I need to be more into gray area. I need to accept not everything has a definitive. And then here I am doing the complete opposite and making a defining statement about who I am as a person. So anyways, how did I even get here? I told you this would be a chaotic episode. This episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens was truly a saving grace for me on the honeymoon. I posted about this actually. We took it before we got on our train to go to Rome. We have the travel packs. The travel packs are so clutch. And if you go to athleticgreens.com slash realpod, you will get a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. That is literally five days of Athletic Greens on the road. These are the travel packs that Max and I used. It was awesome. You get that with your first purchase at athleticgreens.com slash realpod. So what is Athletic Greens? Well, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend, it is a very special blend of ingredients, supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, all the things. I personally notice it most in terms of just gut health and my immune system. I feel like when I take my athletic greens, my body just feels in check. It's a great way to know that you're getting very important nutrients and you can kind of check that mental box off. That's what I do. And you're just investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Athletic Greens also has over 7,000 five-star reviews. I am one of them. So Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase because they love RealPod. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash RealPod. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash RealPod to pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So, oh, I'm remembering now. Someone said, what have you been focusing in therapy? And then I said, I wanted to tell you guys that anyways. So yeah, the moral of the story is when we have things that we want to change or work on, you know, like I'm trying to work on embracing more gray area in my life. It's easy to get sucked back into those old thought patterns and those ways. So, you know, I just thought that was an example of me thinking that I've made this realization and I'm going to stick with it. And then months later, be making a definitive statement again and forgetting that I'm working on not doing that and being more accepting of things flowing through me. Okay. I should change the subject. 
So if you want to go to the live show, it's basically going to be this. It's no, I'm just kidding. It's going to be way more structured than this, but it's going to be a little bit like this. Someone else asked, are you having a okay time adjusting back to work and normal life post-wedding? Honestly, I am. And the only thing that I can chalk it up to is I love what I do. I love it. It makes me happy. It gives me energy. I love it. And I think, you know, that's a huge blessing. And Max and I were certainly talking about that, that we just, we love our jobs. And I feel like, you know, I I won't even keep harping on it. I feel like that's the answer. Like, I just love, I love my work. So it hasn't been like I've been dragging my feet. And I would say that if this isn't you and you feel like you're dragging your feet and you don't feel like you love what you're doing and you don't have purpose in your life, I feel for you being lost is a lonely feeling. And as much as you can feel hopeless in those moments, I promise there is a page to turn. There are actually a few good Real Pod episodes about this. I would recommend the Alexis Jones episode that just came out. I would recommend my episode with Topsy. That was amazing for this. And I would also recommend my episode with Dr. Varun Sony. Those are three really good episodes that touch on this and hopefully can give you some great inspiration. A few of you have asked if anything has been different in my day-to-day life now that I'm married or does it feel different to be married or any updates to my daily routine and now that I'm married. I would say there's not a lot different about my day-to-day. I definitely feel different. Like I feel like I have a husband. I feel like I'm a wife. There's just this sense of teamness and unity between Max and I that while we were always there for each other before and we loved each other so much before, like we just have a sense of loyalty now that is till death. Honestly, I mean, that's what we vowed. And it's not loyalty in the sense of like cheating. I mean, that's not even something to entertain, but loyalty in the sense of that Max is my number one and that we've committed to this life together and we need to put each other first. And it's funny because we were talking about this on the honeymoon because this is where our conversations were going at dinner. We were playing. We're not really strangers. I love that game. We always played at dinner, but I made up a question. No, it wasn't a question. I basically was just like presenting scenarios. I was like, now that we're married and I honestly felt like I needed this for me. Actually, no, Max needed this too because Max doesn't tell me shit. You guys, it is so annoying. He will literally, not that he doesn't tell me things, but like, I don't know. He will have group chats with his guy friends. And then like, I'll have to hear through my friends who are girlfriends of the guys that are like, oh yeah, this happened. And I'm like, when did that happen? Max doesn't tell me. Okay. Anyways, Max and I both needed to have this conversation, but I'm super close with my best friends, like super close. You know, when you see all those memes where it's like, don't tell anyone. And it's like, okay, me and my best friend will never tell anyone. So Max and I were having dinner and I was kind of like, you know, we're married now. And if I ever was told something by a friend that would affect us or that you needed to know, I'd have to tell you my loyalties to you. What's a good example? I'm struggling to think of one off the top of my head, but the premise is basically there shouldn't be something that Max knows that I don't know that I should know or vice versa. So if my best friend said to me, you know, 
well, that doesn't make sense because if something was happening with my friends that was personal to them, no, I'm not going to tell my husband. He doesn't need to know. It doesn't affect him. It's if it affects him. Like if it involves me, like I guess let's say Max and I have friends that are dating and let's say one of them accidentally kisses someone else and comes hysterically crying to one of us and is like, please, please don't say anything. It was stupid. Like it was a mistake. It's going to ruin my whole life. Like, please, please don't say anything. I mean, I'm not saying I would no, because I would have told him before we were married if it affected his, if it was his friend that got cheated on. I can't, I don't know. You guys, I'm sorry. I can't think of a good example. The bottom line is me and Max are number ones and I love my best friends to death. And it's always going to be a funny joke of like, yeah, your best friends are going to know everything and they're going to come first. But I feel like I'm in a place now where it's like, it's my husband. My husband's going to come first. My husband has my loyalty and no one can ask me to keep anything from my husband. I think that's a better way to state it. Like no one should feel like they can tell Max something and say, keep this from. No, but that doesn't make sense. You guys, sorry, you're going to think I'm being crazy and I'm saying I need to know everything Max knows about people that I don't need to know about. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just going to move on. But basically, Max has my loyalty. I have his. Is this making sense? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just I'm prioritizing my relationship with Max over any friendship. Wait, that sounds horrible. It sounds like I'm never going to see my friends again. And I'm a crazy wife. Okay, I'm going to move on. I'm just I feel like you're with me. I feel like you get it. You're probably sitting there in your car being like, Vic, I freaking get you, girl. Just move on to the next topic. Okay, we can move on to the question about do we want to have kids? Before I answer this, I want to just say, you guys, this is not an okay question to ask. I'm fine. You know, I can handle anything. Ask me whatever. It's real pod. That's fine. But please don't go around asking other people if they are going to have kids. What if they have infertility problems? What if that's a sensitive topic between them? What like I don't mean to be I don't mean to be reprimanding you, but I feel like we're in 2022. Like you can't just ask someone if they're going to have kids. So that's my little like, you know, that's my little side note to help you in, you know, your lives so you don't do that to someone else who gets offended and then you have a problem. Anyways, yes, I want to have kids. Max wants to have kids. I don't want to have them anytime soon. Like I said, I love my job. I don't want to be taken from it yet. I also feel like my identity is definitely going to change when I have someone to be responsible for 24-7. I don't know if I feel ready to make that shift. Like, I'm not ready to let go of who I am. Did you guys see the new Lily Reinhardt movie that was so good on Netflix about the two different lives she lived? There was a quote in that movie as she's pregnant and her mom says something like, you will never be this version of you again. She's like, you're going to be a great version of you and you're going to still be able to love yourself and your life and your child. But this version of you will be gone because you will have someone to be responsible for and you'll feel a love you've never felt before. And I feel like that really struck me and it was something I already had on my mind. I want to be in a place where I really feel ready to not let go of who I was, but welcome someone else in my life forever because that's really what it is. But I love kids. Definitely want to have them. That was certainly a fun dinner topic on the honeymoon was just like kids names. It's also funny how once you're married, you can kind of just like get pregnant and no one's going to get mad at you. Like I feel like my whole life, if I were to get pregnant, they just make you feel like you're not supposed to get pregnant 
And then all of a sudden we're married and I'm like, this is funny. I mean, I always could have done whatever I wanted, but societally, no one cares if I'm pregnant, which is interesting. Just interesting commentary on society, but definitely a weird feeling to be like, wow, you know, I'm here now. I've also gotten a lot of questions from retiring athletes, people saying identity after sport, you know, how do I navigate this part of my life, this transition? I did an episode on this in depth. I covered it all and I gave you my most helpful tips. So please scroll back, use this resource. It is, I'm, I forget the name of it, but I think it's called, the episode is called Six Things Every Retiring Athlete Needs to Hear. June 16th, 2021, head over to that episode. I worked really hard on it. So I hope it's helpful for you. Definitely scroll back and find that. Someone asked me, what is my next project now that wedding is over? I would say I am trying to probably sew my business together a little bit more neatly. I feel like I have a lot going on and everything is good. I'm going to be speaking at some different schools in the fall. I'm super excited. I'll be at Boston College. I'll be at Pittsburgh. I'll be at Vanderbilt. That's going to be exciting. Email me at admin at victoriagarrick.com or sorry, I lied. It's not going to be me, but you can email my team and we can work on it at admin at victoriagarrick.com. If you want me to speak at your school, and then Real Pod, the live show, that's going to be super exciting. I have some ideas to level up the podcast. I also have some exciting things I'm working on that would create a way for, you know, me to have a bit more of a substantial community that we could have together that's like not necessarily Instagram, TikTok, or social media, but something else that I want to kind of create that's a bit more intimate. So I'm working on that. And I'm just trying to make the right hires. Y'all, it is hard. Why I keep saying y'all because I really like that word, but I feel like it makes me sound Southern, but I've never done that before. But I like the word y'all. Anyways, y'all, it, wait, I just gave that an accent. Okay. That was not okay. I literally said y'all. Okay. It is so hard to hire people is what I'm trying to say. Finding the right person to work for you, to help you. I mean, I don't even know how these huge companies have these amazing, like how do you have hundreds of employees who are all amazing? It's baffles me. I've learned so much in the past two years from having different people work for me. And I am trying to now take my time to really sift through and find the perfect people to, you know, help me in the ways that I need. But being a business person is hard. I actually, Max and I got Chipotle on Monday and it was a business meeting purposely. Max helps me sometimes when I need it to just kind of think through my business at a high level. That's something I'm super grateful for. He worked for Gary V for a year. He worked for Lewis Howes for another year. So Max has two years of working in the content creator podcast digital space under his belt. And one of those years was for Gary V. So I mean, everything Max learned there, I take his Bible. I think Gary V is a mastermind. So Max and I have this lunch and we just kind of talk through where are my priorities? What are my needs? What do I need to be working on? And he's super helpful helping me get clear and I really respect his opinion, but it's like as the meeting was going on and then as it ended, I just felt so anxious. I felt so overwhelmed. I literally said to him, 
I've never had a panic attack, but I was like, I feel like this is how I would feel if I was about to have one in like 10 minutes because I just felt like I went from very excited at Chipotle, sitting down to have this meeting to get organized to all of a sudden feeling like I had the weight of the world on my shoulders with like how much I had to do. You know when that happens when you kind of sit and stop and think about what needs to be done and then it kind of squishes you in that moment and you're like, oh my God, I can't move. And I like literally, I don't want to do anything because now I it's like so much to do that you freeze. So that was kind of weird. And I came home definitely stressed and he was like, are you okay? He wasn't like, he wasn't even being intense. It was just me internalizing everything and everything I want to do and that I can't do it all at once. And I was like, oh, I need to cuddle. But it's been a freaking heat wave here in California that Max and I can't even touch. Like, I don't even want the covers on me at night. Our fan is broken. I need to get a new fan. So that's another thing is like as much as I would have loved to cuddle and get some battery serotonin back in me. It's like so hot that I want everyone to be five feet away from me at all times. I recovered from that, though. I just kind of have taken a day by day. I've assessed my priorities, and I think I'm trying to remember that it's all going to be okay, and I don't need to do everything all at once right now. Literally, I have to write that and tell myself that you don't have to do everything all at once right now. I feel like we need to say that to each other and just take a deep breath. You don't have to do everything all at once and you don't have to do it right now. It's going to be okay, whatever it is. The next question is just couples finance update. How is it going? What did you guys decide? Are you buying a house soon? Finances episode, I am so proud of. I'm glad you guys loved it. It was one of the top episodes from August. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you haven't listened to it, definitely. It's super thought provoking whether you are thinking of merging finances with someone or not. What did I decide? We did merge. I've actually loved it. It's been amazing to just like buy things and not be like, is it you or is it me? Are we Venmoing? And just be like, it's each other, especially on the honeymoon, just to be a unit. That was awesome. And how's it going? It's going good. It was actually funny, you guys, because when we were in Capri in Italy, I came across this gorgeous shawl. It was a nude color and it had sequins on it and it was just stunning and I wanted to get it. And it's funny because it was the first time that I, and it was very expensive. I'll be honest. It was kind of ridiculously expensive, but I don't have a shawl. And like, I had just gotten a really exciting email from my manager who I was out of office in Italy. And she literally texted me and was like, I just have to let you know about this deal that we're going to get, which was an awesome text. And so I was like, I kind of want to celebrate. So, you know, I was feeling good. And we're in this store and I was like, I kind of want to get the, I, it was weird because I feel like I had to go over and be like, I want to get the shawl. And Max was like, how much is it? And I like told him how much it was. And he was like, okay. I mean, you know, he didn't really like, he didn't say anything. Like he didn't say I couldn't get it. He just said like, I personally don't think that this is worth it. Like you've never mentioned a shawl, like a shawl to which I have been thinking about a shawl for many months now. And then I'm thinking, okay, do I have to verbalize it to you every time I want something? Like, do I have to say out loud, hey, I'm really thinking I want to get this coming up just so the iron is hot for when I pull the trigger, you know, like we're laughing. And anyways, he's like, I wouldn't, I don't think it's worth it. And I wouldn't get it. But if you want it, you know, get it. 
And I'm like, thanks. Like, I mean, come on, right? Like if you say to someone, hey, I wouldn't do this and I don't think it's smart, but go ahead. Like that's so hard for me to then move forward to his luck. They didn't have it in the color that I wanted. So I kind of just said, okay, I'll think about it. And if I still want it in like a week, I'll order it. And he was like, all right. And then we left. I think if they had it there, I would have pulled the trigger, but they didn't. So Max got lucky. Anyways, am I still thinking about this shawl? I am still thinking about it. Obviously, I'm talking about it on my podcast two weeks later. But I kind of do want to see it in person because I didn't see the color that I wanted. And it has like a sequin to it. But you guys, I honestly think this would be like my shawl. This would be the shawl that I like wear forever and ever and ever. It would go with everything. This would be the it girl shawl. And I know I would wear it. So I actually called the designer. We have them in America. So I'm going to try to drive and see if they have it in stock so I can look at it in person. I wish I could have gotten it in Italy, though, because then I would have had a nice thing and I would have said, oh, I got this in Italy. Now I'm not going to be able to do that. Maybe I'll say I got it in Italy and no, but that's a lie. Anyways, now it's like, is it tainted? I don't know. But that's my finances update for what it's worth. (laughs) About a house. We definitely hope to do that together in the future. I probably want to complete one more like taxable year just because if we're getting a loan for a house, I want to just have one more year on file. So I think we're going to wait till the new year to get serious about it, but we would love to do that. This question says, just give us a general update on body image and intuitive eating. Everything with body image has been good. You know, I feel like just before the wedding, I was having some of those unique thoughts. And I kind of mentioned that on my episode with Clara. It's called Comfort for the Anxious Bride, that episode. But everything ended up well. I was eating normally, you know, obviously didn't go on any diets. I feel like I'm very past dieting. I wouldn't do that. But when you have thoughts come in about what that would be like or what you would look like, you know, just working through those. Nothing was too intense. And I I feel like I got to my wedding and I really was able to enjoy the day and I wasn't really thinking about my body image. And I feel like looking through photos, I've been very good about thinking about the moment and not necessarily going to look at my arms or my body as the first thing. Something I know that I have been really hard on myself for recently in terms of body image And this is where it's weird if there's guys listening who are heterosexual, but this is real pod. So if you are that guy listening, this is my truth. (laughs) I feel like I look in the mirror and I'm like, my boobs are saggy. That just comes into my head every time I look. It's not good. Like every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, my boobs are saggy. My boobs are saggy. Like I just, I feel like they are. And I'll like, I'll hold them up. Or I'll be self-conscious of it when I'm not wearing a bra. And I didn't realize how much of a persistent negative thought this was about my body until recently when I've been like, damn, this is every time I look in the mirror. I'm imagining how they would look better if they were different. And it's funny because Aubrey sent me a Snapchat the other night. And it was from college when we were roommates. And I was like naked, rearranging the kitchen, classic college things. And... I was looking at it and then of course I'm like looking at my boobs because you know what since I've gone off birth control my boobs shrunk like I think a full size I think they're half as big as they used to be and it's definitely apparent like I notice it my friends notice it Max notices it I mean whatever what am I going to do like I'm trying to get my hormones right 
So my boobs shrunk and I feel like maybe they're just smaller. And so I think that they're sag. I don't know, but I'm looking at this naked video of me rearranging the kitchen and I'm looking at my boobs and I'm like, they don't look any lower than they do now. And so I'm like, why? I'm like, is it in my head? Why am I making this up? But I would say that's definitely my like current insecurity is my boobs. So yeah, for what that's worth, that's the answer. But for the most part, I think everything is good in the hood with the body image. As far as intuitive eating, my eating has been, you know, intuitive. It's been healthy. It's been healthy as in my relationship to food. And I feel really good. I haven't made a lot of intuitive eating content recently. It's made me sad. I need to make some videos. Like honestly, now that the wedding is over, I am excited to get back into my normal flow of content. So I will make an intuitive eating video soon. How I eat in the day. I'll put it on Instagram, I promise, and TikTok. So thank you for the reminder. Anyways, we are like past 40 minutes. So I need to wrap this baby up. Moral of the story. I mean, I hope you enjoyed this. I feel like I kind of just told you everything. I'm overthinking. Was this, did you like this? Please DM me and let me know. Anyways, Come to the Real Pod Live Show. That's the summary of this episode. Please come to the Real Pod Live Show. I want to meet you. I want to hug you. I want to laugh with you. I want to have a good time. I want to record with you there. I want to see your beautiful face. That is once again happening on October 17th, Monday night. We're turning up on a Monday, 6 p.m. Meet and greet, 7 o'clock show starts. Buy your tickets today. Buy your tickets. Buy your tickets. I want to see you there. If anyone's going to be flying in for this, you are such a freaking real one. And I would be so hyped and so grateful. So yeah, keep me posted. Message me if you're thinking of coming. Comment on the Instagram. I cannot wait to meet you. See you. It's going to be a blast. Thanks for listening to my chaotic life update. I hope you have a great rest of your day. As always, keep it real and I'll be back for you next Wednesday. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.